Hello there ladies and gentlemen and welcome to another episode of CookieCast. Today on CookieCast, it's an NFL podcast, Laces Out. Me, Mr. Williams, a man in the ship this week. No guests. Guest predictions though, go figure. If you are checking us out on YouTube, do subscribe because it's the right thing to do. Helps the channel and ultimately that helps you, the lovely YouTube subscriber. So yeah, here we go. This is Cookie Cast, the NFL podcast, laces out. Cool. Indeed, it is cool, and it is uh, that time of the week. Where uh, myself and Mr. Williams talk about how we haven't got any guests. Uh, because that's the way we roll. Obviously, we are uh, waiting for um, Amy to come on and uh, claim the, uh, the the guest trophy. Oh. I, love how, I love how she's embracing the, uh, the, the role of the guest. I love it. She's, she's, she's embracing it as much as when I do the book, she happens to be sat next to me. So she assumes the position. My word. Uh, of the, uh, oh, of there's the more, guest. Oh, there's more to that. Right, okay. <laughs> does, she ask, does she ask questions like, which one, do they play in blue or red? Um, at this particular point, no. She uh, she gets um, she gets a great kick out of every time I have to say the Washington football team, and she just laughs. As to uh, so obviously we've gone through like all the different names and like the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Washington football team, which you go what? Yeah. So yeah, that's that's always uh, that's always interesting. Yeah. So, um, for uh, for some fantasy players, this uh, this is a crucial upcoming week. This will decide who lifts the trophy and who doesn't. Uh, in some leagues, it will also decide who gets the wooden spoon and who doesn't. Um, so... So there's that. Um, it'll be it'll be X number of teams going playoff bound and X number of teams looking to the draft. I imagine. Uh, yes, we are about to enter week seventeen um, of the twenty twenty NFL season. Uh, that means that we've lived through week sixteen. Um, I will be discussing how uh, the Houston Texans can literally go all the way to fuck. <laughs> we'll be coming back to that one later because I uh, I spoke at length about JJ uh, Watt's recent um, conversation with the press. The video that it literally made its way around the world in seconds because of 
the way he was talking and I spoke at length about you know the video that he put out and the meaning of this video and how he, he was really focusing on the fans and then I checked my Skybet account yeah uh, so JJ, if you're listening, uh, I, che I take checks and uh, and cash and uh, all major credit cards if you just want to, uh, you know, settle the balance there. But we'll come back to that. Um, Mr. Williams, any standout moment from week week sixteen for you? Um, I suppose the the biggest. Not a standout as such, but the biggest moment for me probably would be that the brands decided, no, it's probably, probably not the time for us to end that drought of, uh, of, of playoffs, non-appearances and stuff like that. So they decided to uh, just, just keep that going for another week. Um, so they had, a, they had a chance, if they won on Sunday... They were in the postseason for the first time since, I believe it was in 2003? 2007? Either way, it, it's, it's a long it's time. It's a while ago. Um, and of course they were playing the uh, the team who up until a couple of weeks ago were winless and staring down the barrel of the guaranteed first edit, first overall pick in the uh, yep. 0 and 13 draft. and they've suddenly sprung to life which if you will literally nobody can work out why um you know it was like what is the reason for this what is the purpose behind this what's gone on there um, I think for me, standouts have to be Alvin Kamara. Woohoo! I'd forgotten about that because it took place on Christmas Day. Uh, that's unfortunately it's a it's a record. He's, he's matched a record, but I'm pretty sure. In fact, I've got it. I will just double check because I've got it in a group because the record has stood. Uh, where will it be? Where will it be? Uh, oh, uh, the record tied with somebody from nineteen twenty-nine. Nice. I believe he got something like fifty-two points, fantasy-wise. Oh, he was—he 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 dropped a fifty burger. Yeah, yeah. Um. It was it was an insane. Uh, has to be. I think it was his first touchdown of the game. Pretty sure he walked it in. So Usually I, do. You know why? Why don't why don't we just walk that one in, shall we? Uh, but yeah, absolute worldly game. Um, speaking of the Washington football team, I believe they have uh, decided to part ways with their quarterback. Uh, yes, sir. Mr. Haskins has been uh, has been let go. Uh, so this is this is the guy this is the guy that they drafted in last year's draft. 
So he's literally only been there for two seasons. Yeah. And they've already decided <clears throat> probably not worth that battle. Um, that's a lot of of chatter on on Twitter from players from other teams talking about um, hopefully he gets another opportunity to play. Um, but then I saw a lot of stuff on the the Facebook talking about that there's a higher chance of him going to the uh, CFL, trying to do something there and then work his way back to the NFL uh, than uh, than him getting picked up. Uh, I think most people look at if you're playing for if you're playing for Washington. There's not many teams below that uh, to go to. Um, yeah, that's true. It's that <laughs> thing in where you can you can make it uh, arguably one of the worst football teams hmm. in the division. Yeah, you've not got a great chance of it. Yeah, and, and I always, I always had that thing about you know kickers and saying, oh, he'll be getting fired on Monday morning. But going back to the JJ Watt video, the interview thing, ultimately you get paid a lot of money to do a job. If you can't do that job, there's hundreds of thousands of people stood behind you in 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 line. So mm-hmm. it's it's a harsh reality, but it is that is the reality. There's a lot of people that are prepared to do that job, uh, and there's a you know there's a lot of money involved. So if you're not if you're not at the absolute top of your game, you know they don't they don't have a use for you because there are other people out there. So um, those I don't know if those if if either of those things appear in stats. The Kamara thing absolutely will do, um, but yeah. Um, Good luck to Dwayne Haskins, uh, mm. and uh, you know we never—you never know—you might see his name pop back up uh, at a later point. Mister Williams, from a fantasy perspective, I know you and I are um, are lounging around in the uh, in the down the downstairs area of our league. But did you have uh, did you have a, a one of two week win this week? Uh, I, I I did not sadly, and uh, as I find myself in what Matthew Moore described as, I believe the uh, toilet bowl. I, I do love the toilet bowl. Uh, yeah, I uh, I have not. Uh, it's not looking good. Let's put it that way for me to avoid last place in the whole league. Which, as it's uh, Commissioner Lord and Saviour, it's uh, pretty disgraceful. I mean, it is what it is. As we say, week in, week out, somebody has to win and somebody has to lose, and that goes all the way to the to the last game. Um, but you know, you know, you 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 might have a you might have a turnaround this week, and you might be faced with. Uh, it can it can go it can go either way, I'm sure. Well, um, well, let's put it this way: my my team is basically being held together by the performances of Tyree Kill, and because the Chiefs have sewn up the number one seed, and they can't be any lower, there's absolutely no need to risk any of their star players. So you'd imagine that Kelsey won't play. 
Hill walk play. Edwards Alaire if it won't play. They probably won't risk Le'Veon Bell just on the off chance that he's their only decent running back to go. Ah, uh, Mahomes almost certainly won't get many reps. No, so, uh, I, I, I don't envisage uh, many of their starters being out on the field uh, this week. Um, because like, like you say, and like we know at this point in time, there's no point. There is absolutely no point risking it other than um, showmanship. And showmanship doesn't count for shit when you're going into the playoffs. Get those boys rested up. Get I didn't those... see that Mahomes is about, about 300 yards or so shy of 5,000 for the season. So that's the only real... Um, I saw a thing saying that um, I saw a thing saying that Kels is actually just short of a record, so mm. you know there might still be a reason to get out there this week. I. But is that, is that thing you know chasing chasing record receptions or yardage and things like that? All it takes is him to plant his foot wrong. Yeah. And there's a torn ACL and he's done for the playoffs. Yeah. So But then again. He could, he could, he could tear his ATL walking in the building. Yeah. So. Absolutely. And there's the argument if they've got the bye week, you're gonna, so they're already gonna be off for a week. Do you run the risk of not playing them for two weeks so they're rusty? Mm. Yeah, I mean, you, you know, can see it. You can see it. Both, you can see both sides. Can't I'd, it? I'd have all of them suited and booted, ready to play, and then. Oh, they will be. Just send them out for you know. Every third snap, maybe. Just just keep, well, them, imagine, keep them loose. You'd imagine that it would be give them the opening drive. Yeah. If they manage to, if they get a touchdown set them down and stuff like that. But uh, over that I, I, I just, it's just not worth the risk for me. No. Um, I was going to say something else, but then I realised that we might just be stepping on the toes of all the stats. I don't want to be rattling through the stats and realising that we've we've been through them all. Um, well, so, uh, what I'll do is I'll talk about um, I'll talk about something different. Um, well, sh- shall I shall I show you my uh, my amazing. Right. I have to make sure that there's no uh, nothing uh, nothing untoward shown. Somebody's breaking into my house. So, uh, so yeah, here we go. Are you able to see that? So Miami Dolphins against the uh, against the Raiders won, two against the Colts won, Ravens against the Giants won, Chiefs against the Falcons won, Texans against the Bengals no, Bears against the Jags, Chargers against the Broncos, Cowboys against the Eagles, and then that's it. 
So it was the Texans that let you down. Yeah. So uh, according to according to this, uh, eleven games was was there, and uh, yeah, the uh, and it and it was six points. Uh, six points that that settled that, and it was uh, it was hundreds and hundreds of pounds. So uh, so thank you to the Houston Texans for that one. That is the closest that I have come this season. Um, it's it's that thing, isn't it? That you know. It, it, you don't have to be playing with wild amounts of money to see uh, to see crazy returns because I think that was uh, absolutely not. I think it was fifty pence, the 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 heady heights of fifty p, but the return was going to be hundreds of pounds. And I was like, I've absolutely got this one sewn up. No, Texans, wonderful. Um, so from a predictions point of view. I believe myself, yourself, the stats mistress, and the guest all made predictions. Now, my Skyback account would would allegedly say that I've absolutely cinched this one. Let's, uh, let's turn through. So, obviously, we had. Four games that took place over the course of Christmas Day and then Boxing Day. Indeedy. Although Boxing Day apparently not a thing in the states, so no, it's just a, the do with day, that. Do with that what you will. The day after Christmas Day. Exactly. So sixteen games to pick from as usual. I'll dally no. I'll dally no longer. In fourth place, with nine out of sixteen picks correct. Just double check that. Nine out of sixteen picks correct. It is the guest, Amy Brinton, bringing herself to the party with a solid. Better than fifty percent. To say that she basically knows next to nothing about the league, I'd say that's a pretty good go. To be honest with you, on a first, I, on a first try, I I would absolutely agree with you. Third place mm. with ten mm. out of sixteen pits. Being let down by such teams as the Cardinals, the Browns, the Colts, the Texans, the Washington football team, and the Tennessee Titans, it's your boy. You. With me. I don't feel good about this. In joint first place, with each each getting 12 out of 16 picks correct, we have a tie between housemates Andrew Cook and Leanne the Stats Mistress. 
Shit. Now, Andrew Cook and Leanne both let down by the following teams. The Arizona Cardinals, the Cleveland Browns, and then Andrew Cook let down by the Houston Texans mm. and the Washington football team. Mm. Things let down Leanne were the Indianapolis Colts mm. and the Denver Broncos. Mm. Can't be back in the Broncos, Leanne. That's just uh, silly talk. No. <laughs> Don't back the Broncos. What it does for the overall season standings. Not a lot. So, half point for yourself, half point for Leanne. Overall standings, in fourth place, with a week left to play, it is the guest on two and a half combined points. Yeah. Of course, only one point to play for. They're locked in in that fourth place. Because the maximum they can get, three and a half. And then we move to the people in joint second place. With four points apiece, it is... Myself and you, it is the presenters, the <sighs> hosts, the, the, the raison d'etre, definitely not the correct term for the podcast, uh. it is not on you. And then, with an unassailable two-point cushion, no. it is the stats mistress taking home. The predictions crown for the year. Don't say that because she'll be expecting a crown. Give the lady what she wants, Andrew. Look at it this way. It was it wasn't until last week that she found out she was winning <laughs> winning the <laughs> weekly prediction. <laughs> In passing I said to her, I was like do you know that you're winning the predictions this season? No? Right. Cool. Could have told her anything. Like, uh, yeah, you're uh, you're dead last. Uh, I, think, I think I'm winning still. Terrible. There you go. So, obviously, the, the, the predictions are in for week 17, but at this particular point, it doesn't even matter. It does not matter. Other not than... One job. Other than you can guarantee this will be the week where the words will be uttered. I mean, he's only managed to pick all 16 games correctly. Who knows? Just saying. Who knows? So, that's predictions-wise what week 16 looked like. But, from a stats perspective, we go to the... um, to the to the big red machine, and I don't mean Kane. I mean, uh, I mean the the stats. Uh, week sixteen NFL stats. Ha- you, I mean, by now you know the deal. Nate Davis of USA Today drops an email to the stats mistress. She goes, Nate, I like what you've done there, but let me make it better, faster, stronger. We can rebuild him. So, she monkeys around with those stats and turns them into the cream of stat 
fitness. I lost that halfway through. I, I bailed. I, <laughs> I pulled the rip cord halfway. I was like, well, now I need to finish it. So that we don't have to listen to me talking shit anymore. Let's get on with these stats. There's a lot, if that makes anybody feel any better. There are a lot of stats. I have divided them cleanly down the middle. And I furnished my glamorous co-host with half of them. So you don't have to listen to me talk for too long. You know, reading out loud is definitely one of my strong suits. Here we go, stat number one, week 16. Sunday ended with four AFC teams each with a 10-5 and five record vying for the conference's three wildcard spots. The Dolphins, Ravens and Browns will advance to the playoffs with wins in week 17. The Colts need help. The AFC South leading Titans are also 10-5 and five and in danger of staying home with a Week 17 loss to Houston. I'm, I, out of all of those, the Ravens have got to be a, a standout name as a surprise to be in that bracket. Um, if you look at last season's Ravens. Um, and... Personally, and I've been saying this all season, sound like a broken record, but I am I'm kind of glad to see the Dolphins is a name that's in there. Obviously, they're fighting for a place, but to have the actual opportunity, um, I've I've really been down with the Dolphins this season. Did you see the um, the Fitz Magic throw? I haven't seen it yet. <sighs> Honestly. The power comes from the beard, let's face it. He is being he is being taken down illegally because he's being taken down by his face mask and halfway through being taken down throws it. It's a beautiful throw. Number two. You can't ask for much more from Kansas City's Travis Kelsey, who may be having the greatest season ever by a tight end. Sunday he became the first man at his position to exceed 1,400 receiving yards in a campaign while erasing George Kittle's previous record for yards in a season, 1,377 in 2018, by a tight end. Number three, speaking of records, bravo to Chargers quarterback Justin Herbert. I'll give you the uh, chance now. Go on, do it. Look at that. Swish. Whose 28th touchdown pass set the record for rookie passes as he overtook Baker Mayfield. Herbert also became the fourth rookie to surpass 4,000 passing yards. He needs 341 more in week 17 to break Andrew Luck's freshman record of 4,374 4, yards set in 2012. Number four. Credit the defense of the NFC West champion Seattle Seahawks, which projected as one of the worst in league history earlier this season but this group has surged partially 
conceding with uh, S. Jamal Adams' return to health, holding four of Seattle's last five opponents for fewer than 300 yards. And none of those five foes have managed more than 17 points. Um, although it was in that stat, uh, I was going to point out uh, about the the Seahawks D. Uh, they were they were uh, the the 32nd defense in the league, uh, and they've come back to be uh, to be a drive. I mean, the conversation we had on this very podcast about whatever happened to the LOB. Maybe they're back, baby. Number five. Jared Goff's unsightly play, exacerbated by Sunday's thumb injury, has just about dragged the Rams out of the playoff picture. However, given the parameters of his contract, LA is likely stuck with Goff through at least the 2022 season. Oh dear. Number six, Ben Roethlisberger outdueled Philip Rivers on Sunday, and the fi- and the finally anointed AFC North champion Steelers overcame the Colts. The last time Indianapolis beat Pittsburgh without Peyton Manning, nineteen eighty four, and for me, the final stat. In case you had more important things to do on Christmas Day, Saints running back Alvin Kamara became the first player in more than nine decades to rush for six touchdowns. So there's that. Uh, Over to you, Mr. Williams. Yes, sir. So, to sum up the NFC East. Do it. If Washington and Dallas wind up tied at 7-9 and nine after week 17, the football team will go to the playoffs. If the Cowboys, the Washington football team and the Giants all land at 6-10, and 10, then New York will advance. Ugh. Dallas needs to beat the Giants and have the Eagles upend Washington if the Cowboys are to slip through. Credit the Dallas defense for forcing at least three turnovers per game during its three-game winning streak. The first time the Cowboys have managed that since 2014. It just shows to show just how bad the season they've been having. Yeah. Jacksonville's loss and the Jets' surprising win clinched the number one overall pick of the 2021 draft. For the Jaguars, a selection almost sure to be spent on Clemson quarterback Trevor Lawrence. There was uh, in uh, in one of my uh, other in my other fantasy group, um, someone sent through. Uh, I'll see if I can find it. So I'll just I'll just see if I can isolate the date to start off with. Twenty seventh of August, twenty seventeen. With the first pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars select Trevor Lawrence, quarterback Clemson. Oof. Nearly. So, almost certainly has been doctored to look like it's a legitimate pick. But if it's true, then uh, 
Yeah, I just can't wait for that guy to uh, give me some of uh, uh, next week's lottery numbers, if mm. that's that's funny. Uh, anyway, back to the stats. Deshaun Watson became the first Texans quarterback to pass for 30 touchdowns. Tom Brady became the first Buccaneers quarterback to pass for 36 touchdowns. TB12 also has the Patriots single season record with 50 in 2007. A bit crazy that the Bucs single season passing record has been broken in back-to-back seasons by a different quarterback. So, maybe that just goes to show that they've never had a decent quarterback mm-hmm. in that season. But, who knows? Uh, Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson scored on an 81-yard pass from Jalen Hurts. Jackson's fifth touchdown of at least 80 yards in his career, tying an NFL record. Oh dear. Terrible time for the Browns. COVID-19 issues stripped them of their top receivers, all placed in quarantine on Saturday. Uh, it was the bad, a bad time to rush for a season low 45 yards total in their loss to the Jets. Cleveland is apparently determined to maybe end its playoff drought in dramatic fashion next week against the rival Steelers. With the Buccaneers clinching their first playoff berth since 2007, the Browns, 2002, and the Jets, 2010, currently own the longest playoff absences in the league. Um, away from playoff talk, Jets running back Frank Gore became only the third player in league history to cross the 16,000-yard rushing threshold, joining already uh, enshrined Hall of Famers Emmett Smith and Walter Payton. That was the stat. That was the thing I was going to mention earlier when I was like, "Oh, hang on a minute!" It's almost definitely in the stats. But yeah, when that came up, I was like, "Frank Gore, absolute legend." The best thing about that was when they mentioned it on Red Zone. I don't know if it was in the broadcast of the game or if it was something that Scott Hansen came up with. But they actually, he actually said that there's a possibility that Frank Gore Junior. could get drafted by a team. And end up playing yep. at the same time as his hall as his Hall of Fame bound father. Yeah. Which would be That'd be amazing. incredibly cool. Yeah. But be interesting if I if the Jets keep him for another if he says, Yeah, I'll go for another season and then the Jets keep him and then they just draft his son as well. That'd be hilarious. Um, back to the stats again. Remarkable weekend for the Bears, who are one win from completing a resurrection that would end in a wild card birth. But only if they beat the Packers at Soldier Field in Week 17. Chicago could become the third team to make the playoffs despite enduring a six-game losing streak during the regular season. I got a bit confused by this stat because it says, speaking of the Bears, George Kittle returned to the San Francisco lineup Saturday after missing nearly two months with a foot injury. The Niners' tight end issued the weekend's most light-hearted moment after his team's upset win in the desert, one that damaged the Cardinals' playoff hopes whilst bolstering Chicago's. So it does come full circle. I was going to say, that's a long-winded way round. <laughs> that, is, that is long-winded, big time. So, <clears throat> I'm just... Adopt the glasses again and uh, put on my best George Kittle, you know, tub. 
I did grow up a Bears fan. And the fact that we have the Bears a little bit just made me a little bit happier. The Bears, said Kittle, who could be heard exclaiming after he walked off his post-game podium. The Bears, I expletive, love the Bears. He really is an absolute beast, isn't he, George Kittle? He's just awesome. I mean, he needs he needs to cut his hair, but other than that, he's fine. Good lad. I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think I can talk much. Well, about hairstyle. We could keep it nice and neat around the sides. I think his is just a bit old. Yeah, I had my I had my Christmas trim. I have not. I have not yet done this. However, I am I am considering the uh, the dome shave once again. The 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 the, the buzz cut. Absolutely. As I as I said at the time, it was absolutely one of the two most amazing things to happen in lockdown. Uh, the the other being uh, the legend, the the should have been tight end Thomas Quinn, also shaving his head. Uh, what can I say? So that, as we like to say here at Laces Out firmly closes the history books on week 16 of the 2020 season. All that's left to do is look forward to week 17, which, as I previously mentioned, is the last week of fantasy and ultimately regular season. This is the point where the heart sinks and the the feeling of dread seeps in because you know it's not long until the season's over and you then have nine months of going is it football time yet as we like to do we like to predict those games i know i sent you some picks and i did poke the stast mistress as i was leaving the room and i i heard uh she was very insistent that she was absolutely on her way to send her picks. Um, I think uh, I think excuses were sent in the form of I was doing the stats, so I believe she has sent you some picks. Um, I was going to say, fret, fret not, Andrew. The picks are in wonderful stuff. As for those picks, are there any standout games where things differ? I mean, there's been no mention of the need for a tiebreaker, so... Uh... Let's have a look. Um, you appear to be the only one on... I'll, I'll, I'll go through the games that have playoff implications. Let's do that. So, Steelers at Browns. We are, myself, Leanne, and the guest this week in Britain, we're all backing the Browns to make the uh, to make the postseason. Nah. Whereas yourself are very much that behind the steel curtain. Nah. Don't know what to say. Um, right, what else has got playoff implications? Uh, we've all got the Ravens, so they'll be in. Mm-hmm. According to us, winning in, like it. Um, Dolphins built now. I think as it stands at the moment, the Bills have still got the number two seed. So 
if they obviously if they win, they guarantee the number two seed, so they don't ever need to go away from Buffalo if they play the Chiefs in the AFC Championship. Whereas obviously if they lose to the Dolphins, they can potentially slip down to the third seed, I think, and the Steelers would move up to the two if they beat the Browns. So there's a little bit of there's technically still a little bit still like left to play for there. But we have again Myself, Leanne, and Amy have all backed the Dolphins to get to get the win and get in, whereas you backed the Bills. Really? Now, the only reason I picked the Dolphins is because I think the Bills will be tempted to rest a few stars. So, don't risk Josh Allen for too much. Mm. Keep, back, keep back Stefan Diggs. Don't need to mm. risk him. Um, they don't really have much of a run game, so they can probably just play the the running backs they don't really care about Um, next up so Cardinals Rams has some playoff uh, implications so I don't know if the Rams are are definitely in or not let me see if I can find out Um, because I don't know if it's a case of the Rams are in but only if they beat the Cardinals Um, Mm. have to go Wildcat on this one. Um, but it could be there's a situation where. No, 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 Andrew, what's happened? Hit the wrong button. Press the wrong button. I'm sure I saw a a, a playoff picture. Um, Where have I seen that this afternoon? NFL playoff picture. Is it this? Did I say this? No, where's the where's the table thing? NFL.com, they'll sort us out. I don't I don't want you to have all my data. Uh, go away. No. This where's the Grr. Right. Rubbish. So, the Rams aren't guaranteed to be in. However, the Rams will be in the playoffs if they beat the Cardinals or they tie with the Cardinals or Chicago fail to win. So, there is a scenario where the Rams will miss out on the playoffs if they lose to the Cardinals and the Bears beat the Packers. So, the let's put it this way: of the of the, of the scenarios, the NFC is probably the one that's the most still in play. Yeah. 
whereas the AFC's fairly tied up. It, it, it gets it gets a bit complicated. Um, back to the picks, anyway. So um, that's a 50-50 split on the Cardinals-Rams game. Both you and Leanna picked the Rams to win. The only reason I picked the Cardinals there is because Goff's not going to play. So they're down to like the third string quarterback. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that at the time. Yeah, he's had, he's, I think he's had thumb surgery. Thumb surgery, um, yeah, it was in the stats. Damn it. So, but I mean, there's, there's, they could still, oh, and they've just placed Cooper Cup on the call with this. Oh, so they're wow. down. They're, they're down big. They don't argue their best. Well, they are down their, their best quarterback. That's not a bit. They're down the best quarterback, and they're down the best receiver. Receiver. So, shit. Who knows? Um, not. It does have playoff implications, but it should be a fairly straightforward one. We've all gone for the Colts to beat the Jags. Mm. Uh, Titans at Texans. Me, you, and Leanna gone for the Titans. Amy's gone for the Texans because she uh, she she got it she got it bad for the shot Watson basically. Yeah. She uh, she she likes herself a bit in the shot, so so he he gets a big tick in that box. Um, we just can't get you. Packers at the Bears. We've discussed obviously the Bears need to win to guarantee they're in. Nah, man. Um, I think the Bears can still get in if the Rams beat the Cardinals. Mm-hmm. So, they'll just basically be keeping half an eye on the Cardinals-Rams game. This. Um, we've all got the Saints. That's the interesting thing. I'll just go through the, the last one of the picks. So then Washington versus the Eagles. Mm. Um, another 50-50 split. Both myself and Amy have picked the Eagles to win, whereas yourself and Leanne are back in Washington. Now, obviously, that tied in with the Cowboys game. If if I get my predictions correct and the Eagles win and the Cowboys win, that puts the Cowboys into the postseason, whereas... Both yours and Leanne's predictions are a Cowboys win and a Washington um, football team win. That would put Washington in at the postseason. Um, hmm. Right. So yeah, so a fairly a fairly even sort of pick of the games, um, but we might as well go through some of the sort of permutations in the actual games. So. Let's go through the standings as they currently are. So, here we go. We'll do AFC first. So, Chiefs, in the postseason, have the number one seed, so no. They can't finish any lower than the first, the, the first seed. They've got the bar. Then you've got the Bills at two, with a 12-3 record. Steelers at three with a twelve and three record. Then you've got Titans at four, Dolphins at five, Ravens at six, Browns at seven. The Colts are the only other team who can potentially make the postseason, and they're at ten and five as well. 
They're on exactly the same record as the Titans, but the Titans have the tiebreak over the Colts, which is putting them in first place as well. So, there's loads of different scenarios as to who's going to get in and whatnot. Basically, it's a case of Titans win and they're in. Win and in. Dolphins win and they're in. Ravens win and they're in. Browns win and they're in. Because obviously, if, if, if Tennessee, Miami, Baltimore, Cleveland and Indianapolis all win, it just stays as it is now. I'd, I'd imagine because that's how it currently is anyway. So it is weird that after all these weeks... The, the Colts for the last sort of four or five weeks looked like they were destined to get in the postseason. And they're the ones that look like they're going to miss out. Mm-hmm. But obviously, that's all based on certain things. Not doing something. If I was to if I was to bet if I was if I was to place a bet now, I'd probably be betting on the Browns to be the team to miss out, just because it's at the end of the day, it's the Browns. Yeah. So it's um, it's very Brownsy. Let's put it that way. Brownsy miss. Let's switch over to the NFC. Mm. So, we have the Green Bay Packers in currently in the number one slot mm. with a 12-3 and three record. However, they haven't sewn that up, so they can still finish lower. So we have the Saints in the number two seed at 11-4. The Seahawks in the three seed at 11-4. We skip the number four seed because that's still up for debate. But then the Buccaneers are also in and they have currently the fifth seed. So they can't finish any higher because the Saints have already clinched their division. So the Bucs will finish no higher than fifth. But I think they could still potentially finish lower than that. They could be the sixth seed. I think the Rams will win potentially. Um, but then we go to the fourth seed will either be Washington, Dallas, or New York, depending on how those results go. Mm. So the Giants, for them to get in, the Giants need to beat the Cowboys and hope that the Eagles beat the Washington football team. Washington, winning in. Mm-hmm. Rams, winning in. Yep. Bears, winning in. Cardinals, win hope the Bears get a beat. Cowboys beat the Giants, hope the Eagles beat the Washington football team. Giants beat the Cowboys, hope the Eagles beat the Washington football team. Perfectly straightforward for you. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, so there you go. So, as it stands... Well, I'll tell you what, we'll go, through, we'll go through what the actual first week of the playoffs will look like. So, in the AFC, first week of the playoffs will look like the following. As it stands currently, the Bills will play the Browns. The Steelers will play the Ravens. Thanks for coming, Pittsburgh. We'll see you next season. <laughs> and the Titans will play the Dolphins. That's as it stands currently. Then we move over to the NFC. Oh, obviously Chiefs have the bye. But it stands currently, the Packers would have the bye. The 
Bears would travel to New Orleans. The Rams would travel to Seattle. Ooh. And the Buccaneers would play the Washington football team in Washington. So there you go. Is it this, is it this point that you always get into that situation where you get subjected to games where you're like, how is this a playoff game? You, you end up with a dog shit team going up against like a, a top tier team. And it's like, why are you making me watch this? You are wasting it. Just allow. Just let them win. Send the other team home and move on. It is. It is weird because the way it's fallen this season is that normally week seventeen has a lot of not. It doesn't matter games and sort of that. Yeah. But you argue that there's something on the line in pretty much all of the games, apart from like three. So. Falcons at Bucks isn't massive, but in theory the Bucks need to win just to sort the fifth seed. Yeah. Steelers Browns, massive for the Browns, potentially big for the Steelers because they could climb up into the second seed. Mm-hmm. Cowboys at Giants is basically not winner take all, but it's as good as well, at least for like the five hours or something until the Washington um, Eagles game kicks off. Um Jets Patriots, fair enough, is absolutely meaningless. Vikings Lions is absolutely meaningless, but that's literally only because Kirk Cousins exists. <laughs> Ravens Bengals, Ravens need to win just to guarantee that they're going to get in. Dolphins Bills, again, it's argue, you can argue it's, it's big on both sides. Mm-hmm. Seahawks 49ers doesn't have much on the line because the Seahawks are in no matter what, but in theory, there is a scenario where the Seahawks can still get the bye. They can still get the number one seed, apparently, if everything goes their way. So they need Chicago to beat, Chicago to beat the uh, the Packers. And ideally, they need the Saints to lose against the Panthers. And then they would be the number one seed. Mm-hmm. Um, Cardinals-Rams, again, that's basically as good as damn it, winner takes all. Jaguars, Colts. Colts need to win and hope they get some help from somewhere. Titans, Texans. Titans need to win to get in. Raiders, Broncos is our second. Doesn't really matter again. Well, third. Sorry, the Jets, Patriots, Vikings, Lions. Chargers, Chiefs. Doesn't really have doesn't have anything riding on it because everything's just there. Packers, Bears is important for both sides because obviously Packers win. No, they've got the number one in the bye. Bears know that a win will get them into the postseason. Saints Panthers, Saints still play for the number one seed. Washington versus the Eagles. Washington needs to guarantee the win to guarantee that they'll get into the postseason. Mm-hmm. So of the sixteen games, there's only really four there of five that have nothing riding on them. So should make for a good week seventeen. Yeah, absolutely. So there we go. Week 16's in the book. Week 17 coming around the corner uh, as as fast as if it was an Audi driver. And uh, <laughs> um, 
Yeah, I mean, play at the playoff pitch is shaping up, but it's a it's a funny old shape, that's for sure. Certainly not. Uh, it's not all done and dusted. At week seventeen, the last week of the regular season, and it's still not sorted out. So one of the things that is amazing about this sport that uh, you know it does pretty much more often than not come down to the wire for a lot of teams. Um, so yeah. Tune in this weekend. I'm just going to say, Andrew, just this time next week, we'll, we'll be we'll be sitting here discussing, you know, what an amazing game between the Browns and the Steelers, where the Browns romped to a 60-22 victory and lauded it over everyone as they, as they launched headfirst into the postseason. It's it, it's not going to be that scenario, which uh, I'm sure you'll be reminding me of next week when you're like, just remind me what it was that you said. It's not going to be that. So oh. this is this is where this is where we need your expertise to clip this particular bit of audio that we can lay over the top of next week's podcast on a loop to show that I was yeah get some beats behind it, turn it into a bit of a uh, bit of a, a rap track. Look out for that coming in the near future. Well, thank you, sir, for joining me to take these lovely people through the world that is odd-shaped football from over the other side of the pond. Uh, Join us next week as we do start talking playoff football. Can you believe it? But until then... Say uh, good luck to you, sir. Hopefully, you do not end bottom of uh, of our league. And uh, to everybody out there, hope you're doing well. Hope you hope you're playing for the top spot in your fantasy league. And we will catch you next time. Bye bye. Happy New Year. Yes, Happy New Year. Of course, I've completely lost track of absolutely everything. But yes, Happy New Year to one and all. Bye. So there you go, what do you think to that? Another one done, another week of the season gone I'm afraid, another week closer to the playoffs and ultimately the Super Bowl. Fun, but a little bit sad at the same time. YouTube watchers, do make sure you subscribe, helps us and it helps you, as we like to say. Everybody jump over to thecookiecast.com, check us out over there. Send us some form of love, social media, email. We're, we're, we don't mind, anything like that. So there we go, that's it for this one. And I think you'll find that's it for this year. Poof. 2020, what a year. Let's hope 2021 is a little better. We will be seeing you then. And until then, I'm going to say bye. So bye and happy new year. <laughs>